There's a line in there toward the in the chorus. He's perfect in all of his ways. He's perfect in all of his ways. Us as parents, we as not just parents, but as individuals, one of the things that we try to do is we try to teach our, our kids truth. We try to pour truth into them and, and it's not just by what we say, but it's also how we live and we are imperfect vessels. And the Bible tells us if we know how to give good gifts, don't you know our Heavenly Father in Heaven knows how to give really, really, really good gifts. If you got your Bibles, I want to invite you to turn with me over to the book of Proverbs. You see up there, the choice is yours. How many times have you all, uh, take, take that same theme we're on right now, how many times have you walked into the, a son or daughter's room, or how many times did a parent walk into your room and uh, give some bit of information, hey, clean your room, uh, make sure you do your homework, make sure you brush your teeth, I need you to go feed the cat or dog, I need you to whatever. The choice was ours, whether or not we listened or not. The choice was ours, whether or not we did what God told us to do, what our parents tell us to do, and all of those things. Remember, this past Wednesday night, we, or this past Sunday morning, we had talked about Joshua, sort of ended there with Joshua, and he said, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. And it, I talked about how that was a, that was a choice he made, and, and it is, it's a choice that we have to make, and as individuals around the room and as you and I begin to start making that choice, the choice really is ours to make. You know, what it, when, it, when you talk about your spiritual journey, when you talk about your, your process of being made into the image of Christ, we're all at different phases. I talked about how I was 9, 43 so what is the math on that? 35 years or so? On this spiritual journey? And I'm not where I was when I started. When I started, the book didn't make sense. It makes more sense now, but I still don't completely understand all the ins and outs of it. But it does make a lot more sense. When I was a kid, I thought like a kid. I acted like a kid. But now that I've gotten older, I've started, and the Holy Spirit of God has begun. He just continues to move, and He continues to flesh out things, and He, begin, he continues to chisel away things in my life. We talked about obedience this past Sunday. The journey, we've got we to gotta obey, we've got to take the Word, we've got to apply them to our lives. Obedience is where sort of the rubber meets the road. It's where all the teaching, it's where all the explanation, it's where all the, it's where all the learning begins to be applied to our everyday life. You know, if you chart, it's too far. Everywhere I've ever been, I've always, here's what I've always done. Follow me on a TV somewhere. Everybody that's ever watched me knows exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to walk back here, and I'm going to get on. You need to remember this if you're here on Wednesday night. You need to remember this because I'll come up here again. This is where your spiritual journey is. This is where you're starting right now. Okay? This is October 28th, 2020. I don't know where you've been. I don't know 
Okay, let's just say you're here. I don't know where you've been on this roller coaster, but when you were a kid, we all start down there at the bottom, and we begin walking and moving with Christ. Here's the thing. If we're here now, and wherever here is different for every person around the room, every person that's watching, your here is different. But here's the thing. This time... Next week, next month, next year, five years from now, ten years from now, you know what you should, you know where you should not be on your spiritual journey? You should not be here. So many inside of the church. They they get excited, they they hear the message of the cross for the very first. Where were you? I've asked that question. Where were you? Sunday school, VBS, children's camp, youth camp, women's retreat, somewhere you got on this chart. If you're not a Christian, you're not on this wall. Only believers, those who have trusted Christ as their Lord and Savior. But you're right here. And I'm not saying, where is here for you? You're right here. For some of you, this is, this is look, it makes sense. I, I get it. I'm still growing. I'm hungering. I'm thirsting. I'm chasing after Jesus with everything I've got. Some of you, some of you may be on further down. But here's the thing. We don't want to stay here. There's not a one of us in this room, I believe, on a Wednesday night it's raining and you're here. You got lots of other things you can be doing and you're tuning into this. You're watching this. You don't want to stay here. Nobody wants to stay here. You want to grow. My thing is, if I'm here today, I want to be here tomorrow. I want to continue to progress. I want to continue to become and be made into the image of Christ. I want God chiseling away those things, those things I shouldn't be doing. I want Him to be ripping them out of my heart. Those, those attitudes, those, those desires, those preferences, those biases that do not edify and bring glory to King Jesus. I want Him removing them from my life so that I can, so that I can grow. Who in the world in here wants to stay right here? I've arrived. I've got all of Jesus I need. i got my name written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And, and look, my sins are forgiven and I am okay. Served all I'm going to serve, done all I'm going to do. I have done my time. I have arrived. Even Paul says, hey, one thing I do, I press on. I haven't arrived yet. Guys. Where are you? I don't know. Where are you on this big old wall? October the 28th, 2000, you're here. The choice is yours of what you do with, from this day forward. The choice is yours what you do with that book from this day forward. I do not. I'm under the conviction that there is no way you can walk into a church service. You can do a daily Bible study. You can, you can pick up or read, a, read even some of the cool things we see on Facebook and Instagram and the different places. When you read God's Word, there's no way we, as messed up as we are, can encounter the Holy Word of God and not 
be changed. We can't, we can't meet Christ in the middle of the day, in the middle of the night. You can't meet Him and have that moment in the Word with Him and walk away the same. You cannot do it. That's why people that's still down there after, and I didn't even put the timeline on it. Five years and ten years and twenty years. There's, there's, there's 60-year-olds and 70-year-olds and 80-year-olds and 50-year-olds and 40-year-olds and 20-year-olds. That, But there's some kids down there that's, you know what I'm saying? Why? Choice is yours. Choice is yours. We, we get, you can name it anything in the book, complacency, apathy. You can name it a lot of things, just easy, Christian. I can be really lazy sometimes. I can be a really lazy Christian sometimes. Why? Because I can just do this. I can just go through the motions of this, can't you? We can. It's easy sometimes. Choice is ours. Where do you want your journey, where do you want to be going? I can't answer that. I have a bigger picture of where I would like this whole hill, where this whole town, where this whole community, where whole Northport, Tuscaloosa. I have a, I have a, a heartfelt a, a yearning to see. My desire is for every person that watches those cameras and walks through these doors has a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. That's my desire, is that every person knows Christ as their Savior. Because eternity, you said it in your prayer, there's an urgency, brother. We're vapor, we're here for a little while, and lives are ending far too quick, and we say we've got till tomorrow, I'll, I'll put it off, and we kick that most important decision down the street, and you never know when your time comes. Where do you want your journey to end? Where do you want to go? Are you where you're at spiritually? Wednesday night crowd, those watch. Are you where you want to be spiritually? Where do you want to be spiritually? Where do you want to go? Choice is yours. I love Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 2. Solomon, wisest man, remember he asked, God gave him a request, and God, he said, Ask. And he says, I don't even know how to open the locks. Remember, I think that's the first time I was in here. Remember, I don't know how to turn the key. I don't, I don't even know how the locks work around here. I got all these people and I want discernment. I need a discerning heart to know good and evil, to go in and out. Solomon was given that. He was given wisdom beyond measure. He was given wisdom beyond anything we can comprehend or imagine. And here in, in Proverbs, we see Solomon's heart poured out. In Proverbs chapter 2, beginning in verse 1, before you just take off reading at 100 miles an hour, we're stopping there at the beginning because where's the choice come from where does the choice where does this concept of a choice where does this idea of a choice come from my son if you will receive my words if you walk into your son's room you walk into your daughter's room and hey if you do your homework you may do better in school 
Hey, if you study, you may make a good grade. Hey, if, if you clean up your room, I may take you somewhere. If you do something, hey, if, 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 church, if, if is where so many Christians get to. They're just like, remember? It's the struggle. We'll get into struggle eventually. It's the war. It's the battle. I'm not talking about out there. I'm talking about sitting right there with you. It is you. Flesh. If. The choice is yours. Whether or not you do what this book says or not. Obedience. If you will take the words. If you will listen. If you will apply. If you will abide in. If you will walk after. If you will obey. If. If, if. Can't blame him or her. Can't blame them out there. Can't blame somebody that stands up here. Can't blame nobody. It's me. Where do I want to be? I'm not who I am now that I was even even pre-corona. I'm not the same pastor today that I was pre-corona. I'm different. And it has nothing to do because of a pandemic. Pandemic, it has to do with my relationship with Jesus has grown deeper and gotten closer. And my love for people and my my compassion for people. And I look at people more. Just told me to look at him the whole time. Did you hear me say that? He's been telling me to look at people this way the whole time. What's he been telling us the whole time? Nothing new under the sun, right? Anybody still getting written? No, I'm, at, I'm, I'm still at page 1268. And yours is something like it, but I guarantee you Revelation 22, 21 is the end. Right? Been there the whole time. our choice the choice is ours if that's so heavy that is such a if that is such a Lord I don't I don't, I don't want to have to choose got to I just want to. I just want to. I just want to live. I. I just want to do my thing. I just want to live my life. I just want to raise my family and go through the motions. Yeah, but but is that what you want to be in your spiritual journey? Blah. Non-influential, non-impactful, unfruitful. Is that who you want to be? I don't think there's a person. If we were to even write down a silent, pass out a piece of paper, and everybody gets to write on it, I'd guarantee you. Not a soul in this room or watching will say, I just wanna, I just wanna coast and get to heaven. I wanna impact, I only impact my family, I only impact my kids, I only impact my neighbors, I only impact my school, I only impact those, I only impact my Sunday school. I only impact mom or daddy, I only impact my grandkids. Nobody's gonna sit there and say, forget them. Got mine. It's all that matters. Christian will never say that. A lost person will be digging for everything they got. A lost person will be just, forget them. Give me more. 
I want my kingdom and my ant bed as big as I can get it. Christians don't think that way. It's not about us. We're passing through. This address is not permanent. The choice, though, is ours. If, look at what he says, my son. If you will receive my words and treasure my commandments within you, make your ear attentive to wisdom and incline your heart to understanding. For if you cry for discernment and lift your voice for understanding, if, isn't it interesting? Preacher didn't make that word up, did he? No, besides Jesus, the wisest man on the face of the earth made it conditional to obedience. Got to obey. Yeah. Listen, if you do this, if you do this, if you do this, something will happen. But the choice is yours. You say, shouldn't you be talking to that room up there where the youth are? Probably could. But you're not dead yet. You hear me? I think a lot of Christians need to hear that. I'm going to say it again. Look to your neighbor and say, you ain't dead yet. Until me or Brother Ken and Casey plays some sweet medley over your body, you ain't dead yet. God ain't done with you. God's not done with you. He's not finished with you. It doesn't matter. It's not an age limit. That's why we don't just go up and talk. You need to take that one to the youth. They need to hear that one, brother. No, you ain't dead yet. Until God, until you lay out right here and I say something sweet over you and your family's like, he didn't know them, did he? You know what I'm talking about, don't you? He's just preaching Jesus because he ain't got a clue how he or she really was. If, let's read it again. If you'll receive my words, what does that mean? If you'll just let it go in. There's a, there's a, there's a progression. There's a, the words don't stay soft. It gets heavier. If, you, if you'll receive my words and treasure my what? My commandments. I want you to hear my words. If you'll receive my words and treasure my commandments. What's the most important thing you and I know? His word is Him. It's knowing Him. He is the Word. We are looking at the Word. If Make your ear attentive to wisdom and incline your heart to understand it. For, for if you cry for discernment and lift your voice for understanding, I can tell you the number of times I've just rode or, or sat up in the middle of the bed and, and Lord, help me understand. Help me see. God, what are you doing right now? I can't tell you the number of times I've done it over the past eight, whatever, ever how long this pandemic thing's going on. Lord God, we're in heaven. What are you doing? I beg you, please, give me some sort of insight so I'll know how I'm supposed to lead these people. If you'll, if you'll seek discernment, if, 
If you cry for discernment, lift your voice for understanding. If you seek her as silver and search for her as a hidden treasure, begs the question, what's your passion? What's your motivation? What's your, what makes you tick? Guys, what makes you tick determines how we grow. What makes you tick determines how, how we become and be made more and more into the image of Christ Jesus. If we're chasing after useless things and we're chasing after careers and we're chasing after financial freedom and we're chasing after 401ks and affirmation from those around us, guys, that is fleeting. Have you ever noticed how when you get it, it really ain't all you thought it'd be? Been there, done that yet? Anybody? You work, you work, you work, you get it. I got the title. I'm the boss man. How's that boss man working for you? <laughs> exactly. It's like, please, please put me down bottom again. These people are a headache. It's never what you thought, is it? Satan loves making things look shiny. Satan, Satan is a master of Making useless things look so shiny. You'll be fulfilled. You'll be complete. You'll be, you will be happy. Now, wait till the next shiny thing comes out. You chase shiny things, you're miserable. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of Christians, this is a nugget, Christians. There's a lot of Christians chasing shiny things, expecting to grow. They're packaged in shiny things, and they're really good. Hey, hey, I'm busy. I'm busy about chasing shiny things. And you're not growing. Well, I'm not, why am I not growing? Because I'm chasing useless things. And discernment. Gives us the difference. Lord, is this about, does this edify you? Does this bring you glory? Is this about you? Is this, Lord, is this where you want me to be? Am I doing the things in my life you want me to be doing? See, every bit of that is our choice. Nobody makes us do this. Nobody makes us pursue useless things. It's our choice. Pursue things that matter, have eternal significance, eternal value. Soapboxes and agendas and placards and that's, that's almost the fad of the day. Okay? Let's say everybody signs up with what you're selling. Let's say everybody you know on your street and in your neighborhood and in your town and at your school signs up and does what you want them to do. How many of them are going to go to heaven because of that? Hmm. 
Preacher, I was just selling a whatnot. Yeah, but you put a lot of energy in selling that whatnot. And you put a lot of passion into selling that whatnot. And you, you, you wasted a lot of time selling that whatnot. And you just convinced the whole army that you're the greatest whatnot seller in the world. At the end of that, guess what? Somebody sells more. The choice is ours. What are you pursuing? What is your passion? What, are you, what gets you up in the morning? What wakes you up at night? What keeps you up at night? I can't answer those questions, but those questions matter on how you're growing. I, ever since I was an itty-bitty-bitty-bitty boy as a Christian, prayed for wisdom. Why? Because I, I thought that was profound. He prayed it, and he just asked for it, and God gave it to him. Wow! I'm going to pray for that one. If you're not praying for wisdom, start now. If you're not praying with all your might for wisdom, start now. Like right now. Father God, I pray in the name of Jesus for every person in this room, for every person watching. God, give us wisdom. We desire it, Lord. Please help us to discern between good and evil, to see you in the middle of the storm, to see, your, to see this world through your eyes, to see the situations through your eyes. Help us, Lord Jesus, please. Amen. If you seek her as silver and search for her as a hidden treasure, then you will discern the fear of the Lord and discover the knowledge of God. Guys, at the end of the day, that matters. That's important stuff. That's eternal stuff. Being able to look at a situation and be able to look at life, being able to look at an event, being able to look at a pandemic through God's eyes. Not through some news media outlet's eyes. Not through some opinion that you've heard. No, being able to look at life through God's eyes. Being able to look at, hey, my son or my daughter, my life, my husband, my wife, my boss, telling things are happening. Lord God, give me wisdom to, to discern truth. What are you doing, God? It's okay to ask that. What are you doing, God? The choice is ours to ask that question. Then you'll discern the fear of the Lord and discover the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. I could read on and on and on. Verse chapter 1, verse 7, look at what it says. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. And fools despise wisdom and instruction. The choice is ours. Fools despise wisdom and understanding. Fools looks at the preacher on a Wednesday night and saying, that dude is crazy. Never seen nobody ever go up there and write an imaginary line on the wall. What is he doing? He's killing the night. He's killing time. He's, he, he's just trying to entertain the crowd. Totally missing it. Fools totally miss the principle there. I don't want to be down there. I don't, want, I don't want my life to stay right here. I want by Sunday, I'm here. I want by Wednesday, I want to be here. I do want to grow, but here's the thing. Life's a roller coaster. We get really close to God, and then there's things, times that we get far away. Have you ever been far away from God? Anybody? I think sometimes God, He's got us on that leash. I, I use different things in my mind to see it he just lets us get a little further that's not good but I'm going to let you go a little further 
if you let your son or daughter go a little further. Cow horns have got to do what? Hook. Choice is ours. Choice is ours. God doesn't come down here. God doesn't get in the car seat beside you on the way to work or way to school or way to wherever. God don't always jump in the audible seat right there beside you wherever you are and say, what you're doing is foolish. What you're pursuing is foolish. What you're passionate about is, has no eternal significance. Sometimes it's a night sermon with a storm coming. Again. I say that. A storm's coming again. Why did you hear this tonight? You ever ask that? Not a question of, wow, that was a good message, or he stomped my toes. Keep preaching it, brother. They need it. You know what I mean? Lord, why did, he, why did he say that today? Why did he preach that this morning? Why did he preach that tonight? Why did he keep saying the choice was mine, the choice was mine? Lord, am I making choices that please you? Am I making choices that are honoring you? Lord, look through my life, comb through my life, look, look through me. Unzip. Lord God, I don't have nothing to hide. That's a scary place to go. Church. You want to see revival happen? Two weeks in. You ready for it? You ready to hear the... You ready? You want to see revival happen? You. Take you. And you unzip you. And you just lay you... At the feet of a holy and righteous God. And say Lord God I have nothing to hide. And take that. You know that big old set of keys we got. That, that goes deep, deep, deep. You know them secret places inside of us. You know them secret places that even he or she don't really know about. Them secret places of the mind and of the heart. God, God, Lord God, I give you the keys to even those secret spots. Lord, I'm an open book. The choice is yours. You want to see revival happen? Revival don't happen with a preacher. Revival don't happen when a preacher comes. Revival happens in the heart of individual believers. Revival happens when people say, Lord God, I am so-and-so age, and I am still here. And I can't get yesterday back, but Lord, I am tired of wasting my life and on useless things. I am going to pursue you with everything I am. Lord, and if there's anything inside of me that is separating me from you, if there's anything that is hindering your work in me, Lord, I repent. And I confess it. 
and I give you the keys to me, and I give you the keys to my marriage, and I give you the keys to my family, and I give you the keys to everything that I have. I own nothing. There's nothing mine. There's nothing secret. Lord, you got everyone. This gets you in all the secret locks. And, and they tell me this gets me, and this silver one gets me in every lock. I can get in everything. So, Lord God, I give you the one that can get into everything. Father God in heaven, we um, we broken men and women. Lord, we are saved by grace through faith alone and Christ alone. Period. God, our best is but filthy rags. Lord, I pray that you would not stop pursuing us, not stop transforming us. Lord, I pray that you do not, God, you just continue to do a work in this place, Lord. God, I pray right now that you'd create in me a clean heart, oh God. Transform me, renew a steadfast spirit inside of me. God, I pray that my pursuits honor King Jesus, I pray that my passions honor your son. I pray, God, that those aren't merely words. That God, that I, that I take the, what the words that you give me in your book and on a daily basis as I feast in those moments, Lord. That you would radically transform me and God... Continue to make me, Lord, into the image of your Son. God, in the choices each one of ours to humbly surrender, to humbly get out of the way, to humbly allow you absolute control of our lives. The choice is ours. If, if, if. And only then, God, will you open us up and fill us with discernment and fill us with wisdom and fill us with insights and fill us, Lord, with, God, your truth. And we'll give you praise and honor and glory for what you're doing. And God, most excitingly, what you're about to do. Right here in this place, for your name's sake, for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.